hell? <laughs> what is going on? The horror movie Avengers have returned again for another episode of Versus, baby. That's right. We got Tony of the Dead with a mister on the front. That's right. We got the sexy sumo in the house back on the show. It's been a while, my friend. That's right. It has been a while. That's right. Your YouTube channel's growing like crazy. I mean, mm. shit. All it's growing to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> growing the, the wrong first, way. First ever on Versus, the honor. That's right. And the privilege that we have Joel from motherfucking Media Glitch. Oh, shit. In the house. Subscribe the today. Crew. That's right, my mm. friend. Because you, you love the horror films, man. We are fans of the horror. That's my genre. That's right. And Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast in the house with the awesome pumpkin. Oh, yeah. That's right. And oh, I didn't even notice that. From the Metal Tavern <laughs> Podcast, we have DJ Neko and DJ Anubis, other a horror fan alumni. That's right. They are here to talk horror, and we're going to have a we're going to have a fun time talking horror today. And we're going to get in the shit. That's right. <laughs> we're going to get into it. But let's see who is here today. Movie Dojo Army showing up. Jake Hall. What's going on, my friend? Omegon32. John Martinez. WWE guy. Shogun. Nate Dogs. Gerald. Flick Snacks. Nick Knacks. What's going on, brother? Brian Trash. Marco G. Oh, shit. Already. Super Chat. Thank you, sir. Nate Dogs. You are the man. This is the fucking ruckus is now badass with this versus episode. Thank you, my friend. All right, let's go ahead and. Oh, what's up, Patty? How you doing? I'm Shout sending over the Washington Media Glitch Army State. as well. Oh, nice Media Glitch Army. Tweeting it out for you. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah! Just combine all the badass armies. That's how we roll. All right, let's go ahead and jump into it here. Creep Show, 1982. Man, and the who's who is in this movie and helped create the film. Directed by George A. Romero, is written by Stephen King. I mean, we got. Tom Savini doing the effects. I'm sure I'm missing a lot of people. Uh, but in this movie, we've got a great cast. Leslie Nielsen, Adrian Barbeau, Ed Harris, all these badasses and more. And uh, plot synopsis is simple. An anthology which tells five terrifying tales inspired by the EC horror comic books of the 1950s. All right. So I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but it's all good. All right. It is all good. All right. I actually really, really, really like this movie. I got it on Blu-ray. Why wouldn't I really you like, like this it? Movie? However, I did not grow up with this film. Okay, for some reason, I always missed it growing up. And I remember it used to come. It always used to come on the tele, and I used to sit there and I used to watch. I watched it in parts, but I never watched it from beginning to end. Uh, for reasons. I don't remember. It was a long fucking time ago. I'm old, all right? <laughs> so I can't remember why. Maybe I was scared. I don't know. I was a little sad <laughs> watching TV. Uh, but uh, I, I, I didn't grow up with it uh, until I watched it many, 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 many years later passed. And then I bought it on DVD. And I watched it, and I was like, this is so much fun. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed all of the, all of the shorts. I think my favorite one was... Uh, the Adrian Barbeau one with the with the creature man that was great. I really enjoyed that one. But first, I I gotta get a I gotta give a shout out to Ed Harris. Saying? I got yeah I gotta give a shout out to Ed Harris for giving Crispin Glover uh, a run, a for, run his for his <laughs> dancing money from the Friday the Thirteenth uh, series. That's right. You know. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. 
Ben Harris more for his money, but he doesn't beat Crispin Glover, man. No, he he got close. But no, Crispin Glover's another level. Although that gif really I don't know, that might change my mind. I'm getting lost in his his hair. Academy Award winner, baby. Yeah, it is kind of mesmerizing. I can't stop watching. Hey, I give a shout out to uh, Ed Harris's moves there. Uh, but yeah, great effects, funny. Uh, it's just such a great time and, uh, and perfect to watch around the holiday the holiday season because we all know, you know, Halloween is the, the best holiday. That's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, I don't want we got a big panel today. I don't want to talk too much, but yeah, love creep show. Always if it came out on 4K, I'd buy it again. All right, Tony. Unless you want to go or you want to hear what everybody else says and we'll come back to you. Yeah, come back to me. Okay. I'm still very like, it's like very close. Okay. Two, I'll awesome. be honest. But the best verses uh, are the, always like that. Waiting for the edge. All right. Over. DJ Netco Creep Show. Thoughts? Your thoughts? You want me to start or you start? You're up. Okay. You're up. You're All up. right. I like Creep Show. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, I'm really a fan of technology type movies, though. So I like like having little bites of things. And I always, growing up, was watching like Tales from the Crypt and um, Twilight Zone, all the like little things that you can kind of digest. And really, I love how they continue to too, like with the new series and everything. But I um. I think my my favorite one is the one that you were saying to. Uh, with H. Barbo. The crate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my favorite one, too. What was your favorite one, baby? <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, the, the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, that's what he kept calling it. He's like, the Tasmanian <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I grew up with this. Unlike Samurai, this was actually something I saw as a kid, teenager, and uh, I think my favorite episodes of this is uh happy Bur- or father's day and uh also the crate uh, i love the cast very strong that tom savini and all of his effects are, are marvelous stephen king and george romero i mean you can't really go wrong oh yeah that, that the birthday that yeah. was hysterical happy birthday to me <laughs> i just cake. i find that with this yeah yeah i find with this and with Tales from the Hood, it's not really supposed to be funny, but you get like little bits of jokes from there, like little like one-liners that I that kind of are, make it in, even well, more the, enjoyable. The cool thing about Creepshow also was your integration of the comic part of it. So you'd go from like you know little comic skills to the next episode, and then it was really kind of cool how they blended that in between episodes. I like that. Tom Atkins. <laughs> I think he's good now. So yeah. Okay. Really good, good. Really good film. All yep. right. So, Neko and Anubis approves. They enjoy the movie. Eric. Yeah. Um, the epilogue was kind of neat. Obviously, yes, we get Tom Atkins, who's really good. And you get the uh, neat-looking little ghoul to, to get us uh, wet our appetite at the beginning. And then the the Father's Day segment. That's right. That's right. That's right. One thing I'll say though, overall, I'm a sucker for colorful horror films. I like films where the color pops, and the color pops a lot in this one. 
I mean, even in the even in just the Father's Day segment, just the mm-hmm. use of blue is just like out, uh, outrageous. But I really like it, and it kind of makes sense for supernatural horror films to have outlandish color schemes. But I, I really enjoy that uh, that aesthetic. Yeah, you have Ed Harris in it. Some great scenes like uh, the corpse coming out of the grave, like real traditional stuff like that. I, I do get kind of like an old school kind of classic vibe to this this anthology as well. That uh, Jordy Verrill uh, segment might be my least favorite, the dim-witted farmer. But you do get Stephen King on crack, and it's always nice <laughs> to see him act while on crack. But it's awesome. The color of the moss, it's like a glowing neon green. It just like brings me right back into the segment. It's real kind of creepy and odd. And then we get my personal favorite of this anthology is something to tide you over with Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen. Because yeah. I think that one has like good suspense. <laughs> it, it's even a little bit mean-spirited, I think, in it too. And then you get the seaweed zombies, which are cool. And then the crate I very much enjoyed. I like the daydreaming scenes where he's imagining a, about killing his wife. <laughs> it's like it has like <laughs> this macabre black humor to it. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then we get the the creeping up on you, uh, which is the one with just a ton of cockroaches, which is again probably one of the weaker segments, oh, but it still God. has its moments. It depends on who you are. Like if you have a <laughs> no, phobia, I can't watch that, it. That one is like at a ten, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, funny anthology though. I really enjoy it. Nice, Joel Creep Show. Creep Show, man. Um, golly, I I, I also I want to piggyback on what he said about the colors you know it's got a very awesome color scheme uh, much like Suspiria with their use of reds and blues <gasps> and uh, I really like that um, I will say like both like both Creepshow and Tales from the Hood have two pretty epic decapitation scenes uh, if you remember the cop getting decapitated and then he's you know the government well we'll get to that but like I uh, this one is, is awesome because it's got frosting, it's got candles, you know, and it's a very, it's a very iconic picture. If you see that picture, you know, it's creep show. Uh, stylistically, I love how it's uh, a lot of it, it's framed uh, like a comic book, and a lot of those scenes, um, and all the the way they did that, and they continued to do that too, exactly. And you got Tom Atkins from Night of the Night of the Creeps, right? Like what? What more could you ask for in a movie really? there? And I believe, uh, is it, what's, what is it, jo- Jonah Hill? Is that Stephen King's son? Like, that's who plays the little boy. Ooh. That's Stephen King's son. I don't know if your audience. Oh, knew is that it? Oh, yeah, really? That's actually yeah. Stephen King's son wow. that plays oh. that little boy. And, and so that that's kind of cool. I love the whole, the whole, you know, father. I, well, what's that line that he says? It's so good. Oh, that's why God made fathers. Because uh, he's like beating on the kid or whatever. That's why God made fathers, baby. That's why God made fathers. You know, it's just got some really great uh, lines in it. Um, looking at the segments, I grew up on this thing. I mean, since I, you know, watching it, you got uh, Romero directing, Stephen King writing and acting, even though it's a bit over top. Uh, you got um, Tom Savini doing the makeup. I believe Tom Savini was the actual crypt keeper in the second one. If yeah, he was a creeper yeah, second. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I always get I always get one and two sometimes confused. I'm like, oh, he was the creep keeper in one, but no, he's he's a creep keeper in two. Which I'll go on to say, like, I really love Creep Show too. 
throw real quick. I'll just throw that in there. Um, it's good. And uh, I can't, you know, every time, like the moss, the moss one, I agree, it's probably like my least favorite, What like Eric said. Uh, but there's never a time where I have in my life where I haven't got burnt, a burnt blister on my finger and not thought about that scene, you know, where he like <laughs> looks at his fingers and there's all those blisters on there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so nasty. Um, and uh, the cockroach one, oh. I love. I loved seeing Leslie Nielsen not in a comedic mm-hmm. role as well, and kind of in this like, it's it's it, that one. I really love that one, and the way the zombies are done, the way the makeup was done, the way they look when they get shot, the blood that comes out. You know, I'm always looking at like the gore factor. Uh, yeah, like I, I really love. Even though it's 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 very similar to birthday cake in a way, uh, both of them. I even think, no, no, no. They use the same voice for, okay. for the Moss Man and the zombie in the first one, huh? Kind of like the voice uh, they manipulate that voice, and these guys have a more of a gurgly uh, sounding zombie type voice, which I really love. I can watch that movie over and over and over again I, I, ne- I never get tired of it and if you uh you know i think uh mr tony the dead has a cool cover of that creep show which i'm jealous i gotta get that um show your blu-ray cover there. i got this one here that's the og yeah and then that's a cool cover. one oh what i'll cool. say though this if you're a, a diehard fan and you want to get book. deep oh. get the get deep into it i highly recommend just desserts and this is oh, a, yeah. the making of Creep Show, an insane man. There's so many hours of amazing footage, things you never knew about Creep Show, right here. <laughs> this oh. is what every Creep Show fan needs in their. Collection. That's cool. He's getting his out too. What's that? Hey, you Definitely flip the cover. Oh, He's got it too. All right. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! What is that? Let me blow it up. Hold on. Beautiful. Hey, you flip the cover. Oh, it's got a reversible cover. Yeah. Ah. What? Ooh, we're getting oh, we're cool. getting an unboxing video. <laughs> Wait, do I have that? Oh, it's a <laughs> Look at dude. Look at how this is. This it? is why I don't just go and buy something at Best Buy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what is that about? They ran out of ink. <laughs> they ran out of ink. They didn't print anymore for that part. Dude, what the heck? I feel cheated. That's a cool cover. That, that, that comic thing. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, that the the cockroach is. I love that segment because it's just. I love when uh, insanely racist people get their up and comings in movies for some reason. I don't know why. Um, and and so uh, maybe because I'm Mexican and I you know I've had to deal with it a little bit, but I think it's one of the most creative deaths Man, in horror. When yes, the like when Mexican the. Too. When the cockroaches just bust through their chest, you know, and bust in like out his mouth and everything, and I, they use like twenty thousand some cockroaches for that scene. Oh yeah, and like they wouldn't even do that today. Today they would all be CG, and so it just it's it that that segment holds up, even though you know it looks it looks fake, like a you know prosthetic, and it's coming out. It's just the thought of it is still captures in your mind. So sorry, I probably took too much time. No, no, no. <laughs> right. All right. So Joel hates it. All right. Uh, sexy sumo. Uh, again, growing up with this movie, uh, 
watching it for the first time on uh, when they used to premiere on like uh, whether the Fox Channel 11 Monday night movies. You know, that was always a good time watching it there, even though it was edited, but it was still fun to watch. Um, I agree with everybody. The the color, the color pop, you know, it's just it's just the bright colors that really stand out yeah. and just make everything just look really good and really cool, you know, like that. You know, and then um, going back to Joel talking about the zombies and then the practical effects and the, the voice they were doing with the gurgling and the sea foam coming out of their mouths as they're trying to talk. Mm-hmm. You know, that's good stuff, man. Really good. No, Creepshow 3 sucked. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh. see, I didn't I tell you he would say it. <laughs> didn't I tell you he would say that? I, Reggie, I know you told so, Reggie is like my biggest troll that I have. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. But speaking oh. about, you know what I just thought about? There's this really cool shot with Ted dancing when they when when the tide comes in and he's underwater and the light behind him. So really cool. Bright. Yeah. An amazing shot. Love that shot. And that's when it did a transition to like the comic panel, right? Yeah. He's underwater. Yeah. That was really good. Um, aside from that, all five stories are great. Uh, but my favorite ones are the first one, which is the uh, the birthday one. And then the the creeping up on you, the cockroach story. Really good. Being Mexican, seeing cockroaches didn't bug me. You see them all the time. So. All right. It's all good. Always in the kitchen. Coming out of the sink work. Who knows? You just come out. You gave, you gave them names. They were pets. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, you know, like company comes to your house and like they're crawling on the wall and they're they're freaking out. And you're like, ah, oh, like Joe's apartment, Charlie. They're fine. <laughs> Joe's apartment. You guys remember Joe's apartment? That's great. Now stuff. I'm gonna start yeah. talking to you. <laughs> but all in all, hey, Simo, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How Frank, you guys doing? How's it going, Frank? Any good trash today? <laughs> Excellent. Um, all, all in all, I just I really love this movie. I grew up with it. Nice. Um, and like I said, the sequel is also another great one. Um, but yeah, man, so the many good things. It's my favorite. I got to give a little shout out to Sexy Sumo there. For some reason, I always uh, avoided the second movie. Uh, and then he was like, no, nah, man, it's legit. It's legit. Good. Yeah, it's Watch good. It. And I, I bought the Arrow Blu-ray and I was like, this is this is this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I had a lot of fun It's too it. legit to quit. Chief Woodenhead. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy because, like, (laughs) in that Chief Woodenhead segment, that the guy who plays the Indian with the long hair, yeah, he's just a white dude that they painted. Oh yeah, that's old school, man. Nineteen fifty style. It's like when you find out the Indian from Short Circuit is is a white dude as well. It's like, (laughs) or the Korean guy from Remo Williams. Said, this hair is gonna get me paid and Wait. laid. Yeah, is he, is he white too? <laughs> no way, Tony. Creep show, my friend. Uh, I've seen Creep Show. This is probably like the third or fourth time I've seen it, but part two I've seen so many times. Um, it's not even funny. The but they each one of them have the one have like my like a fear of mine like um Mm. probably the like i'm claustrophobic so the part where they're under the sand and can't move and it's coming in the tides coming in oh yeah freaked me the fuck out like while i'm watching it now like last night it was like i was getting uncomfortable with it because i was just like you know you start thinking what would you do if that were you i'd rather get shot first Mm -hmm. of all i'd rather just get kill me if you're gonna kill me i can't think Um, of a worse way to die (sighs) 
Seriously, I have the same. When I watch that segment, mm-hmm. my my mother was a big horror fan, and she would make me watch horror movies with like when I was three, and mm-hmm. she made me watch Jaws. And from that day, I've never been able. Okay, I've had a huge fear of the water, mm-hmm. and that segment always messes me up, man. Your mom is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> my mom got me. In the hey, Tony, on. are yeah. you are are you more afraid of uh, being in the water or nuns? Well, nuns. You mean like some bastard sent me this? <laughs> oh, the nun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, you're friend, right? For those of you that don't know, I like dumb, dumb me announced that I have a big fear of the nun, and then oh, I the get... nun or all nuns in general. <laughs> well. Mostly, like you nun. can't watch the Whoopi Goldberg movie. It like no, it's I sister act. <laughs> no sister act. Sister act. Yeah, you can't act. watch that. <laughs> I had the soundtrack to that and everything. I used to sing it in the shower, but that's another time. Totally I'm very scene. afraid of the nun and, and Conjuring DJ 2, and That was it. He's like, it nope, nope. And uh, but 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 you know, best friends torture others, right? That's right. right. I, I open it up. I, I, I say, Anubis, you you do that because you care. Yeah, it's all out of love, man. All out of love. I know. He told me that. (laughs) He told me that he was sending it. I was like, "That's kind of (laughs) mean." I announced it. That's all right. But uh, yeah, I I like I like that one the most because it is the creep factor. Obviously, you know, gets on my skin, and the one that gets under my skin the most in in the second one is the craft. Because I just can't imagine what it's like to like have something attached to you and then like eat you slowly, like that. Mm. That creeps me out. Um, but that one's the most one, the one that stands out the most to me. Um, the crate was was good. The moss one, I I don't really care for, but I know I almost kind of feel bad for him at the end. He's like, please God, mm-hmm. just this once, you know. I was like, kind of felt bad for him. Um, the birthday cake one was pretty neat. Ed Harris dancing is, is great. Um, hey, hey Tony, how awesome would it have been though if he went, the Moss Man went to pull the trigger and it just clicked? And then, yeah. <laughs> like, I always oh thought, man, that should have been the ending. Just, just, you should have tried it. peeling it off somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he but tried, yeah. like, or his yeah. fingers got too big and he couldn't get the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I really liked this creep show, you know. In uh, this edition, obviously, it, it's it's really really good. Um, Adrian Barbeau plays such a like creepy, like or like a bitch, but I think the winning character is Leslie Nielsen's character. Like, yeah. again, I've always seen him naked gun movies. And recently I saw um, Day of the Animals, and he's an asshole in that. And then just to see him again in this, it's so he's so good. He was such a good bad guy, way mm-hmm. better than funny. I love him. Um, but yeah, I, I, I obviously I enjoy Creepshow. So. Nice, yeah. nice. And one more shout out to Ed Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Let's torture the chat that's watching. Yeah. This is being yeah, nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Creep show. Good stuff, man. Now, 1995. Tales from the motherfucking hood. 
Plot synopsis. A funeral director tells four strange tales of horror with an African-American focus to three drug dealers he traps in his place of business. Directed by Rusty Kondieff and stars Corbin Bernstein, Wings Hauser, let's see, David Allen Greer, and many others. But let's, 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 let's talk about the man here. Let's talk about the legend. That's right. Rest in peace. Yeah. Clarence Williams, the motherfucking third. He makes that movie, dude. He makes this movie. And Samson. I can't even, as Sims, man, he is, he is fantastic as Sims. I can't even yeah, do the from, face expressions. Uh... Look at this. Samson <laughs> half-baked, man. Yeah, from half-baked, dude, yeah. <laughs> I can't even do this face. Yeah, he is. He was great in Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a treasure in this movie. And uh, rest in peace, Clarence Williams III. But this I saw early, or rented it when it came out, took it home. Me and my buddies were watching it. We were laughing hysterically, man. We were having such a good time hanging out and watching this movie and just dying laughing. And uh, this movie does have some social commentary in it. To me, in my opinion, it doesn't hit you over the head as bad as some other movies that have come out recently. Uh, but there was that sense of they have that you have a good balance. You have the social commentary, which in a way, reality is always more scary, <laughs> the scarier than the zombie seaweed creature monster, right? Yes. But this movie, I think, did it well. It had a perfect balance of social commentary, some chills, some fucking hilarious moments, some actually really fun effects for 1995. Uh, you know, just overall, this this is just a great movie, man. And it's just I I never get tired of watching it. It's it's really fucking hilarious. And uh, there you go, Joel. That's for you. That's yeah, uh, <laughs> which is a great a great decapitation scene. As well. That's the one I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, and again, again, just some fun kills and effects. This is time. a great kill right there. Yeah, the bullet. And it really, uh, that's just, awesome. So just before this, if you guys remember, uh, he sends the syringes flying, uh, and they're in an alley. It's got a real um, Dream Warriors uh, kill vibe to it. You remember that one? Or ah, what a rush that. Mm-hmm. That's that's every time I see that scene, I think of that that scene. But yeah, this is just I, I love this movie. I could watch it every day. It's hilarious. Enough of my yakking. <laughs> Neko and Anubis, Tales from the Hood. I'm with you. I love this movie. Now I was in high school and I watched it nonstop. Like. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It was just like me and my friends started watching it. I had VHS, uh, I guess, back in um, every single day, almost in October of that year, we watched it. It was just insane. So I think my favorite segment, though, is probably um, the one with the little dolls, and the one that came before that with the, the with the yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Because that is something I'm actually a little bit afraid of. Like I hate ventriloquist dummies. Um, they and certain like when little dolls kind of like start things, it's a little bit weird for me. But, Expect to get a doll in the mail from Tony. Oh yeah, no. that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get one of those little voodoo dolls. Yo yeah, I can't. I can't do. I can't do magic. I can't. Um, 
what was the it, it was it was some anthology series I watched before. It was a ventriloquist came alive and was like running around the apartment, mm-hmm. and then the woman locked herself into the bathroom, and then she peeked underneath, and then the dummy was peeking under, and that just and I was a kid, maybe like four or five when I watched it, and it ruined it for me. So, but this movie, even a little bit, it's it's hysterical, and I also kind of like um the called where it was the guy and he was getting um tortured and then he refused to get better and then they killed him anyway and he went to hell uh, uh, the last one the very last mm-hmm. one i like is that whole um oh, yeah. twist. like clockwork orange yeah, it, yeah. It, that's what it re- yeah it kind of gave me that clockwork orange feel where they were like convert I think. they were kind mm-hmm. of trying to screw with this guy real bad so that that they got him and i don't know i absolutely love this movie i have i'm really sad because we could we i don't have a copy which is surprising and we were going to watch it last night and i'm like how can we not find this it wasn't on anything so your turn yeah so uh i i agree with a lot of her points i do love the uh doll episode a lot um a lot of great acting in this uh just like creep show and i think he kind of hit it samurai when he talked about how the social commentary in this isn't something that we see nowadays where it's like forced on you. It's like naturally progressive. Yeah, but it feels like revenge. And you're like, yeah, it's yeah. served up nice and sweet. It and is. That's but what I, like. I mean, it, it's done naturally. There's no like beating you over the head with it. Like it, it's just fluent and it works. And it's, it's mm-hmm. like it. And uh, yeah, I, I can't say much more than she's already said. It's just a really, really good uh, anthology. Which I feel like they lost. Like if you, Tales from the Hood is at three. I feel like they're just beating it over your head, the social commentary, you know? Even part two. Yeah. Oh, part I, two I, is really bad, I started, huh? I started <laughs> like 15 minutes of part two, and I turned it off. Yeah. Remember, so if you boring. don't vote Democrat, it's the equivalent of peeing on your ancestor's grave. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they went that route. Um, I'm it gets annoyed. really bad, yeah. I'm going to pass. Pass on that one. Uh, nice. Nice, uh, Neko and Anubis. There's one thing I forgot to mention. Kind of similar to uh, Leslie Nielsen being a straight G in oh, Creep exactly. Show. Yep. Dude, I never, I don't, I'm never going to look at David Allen Greer the same right. way. Yeah, after, man. <laughs> he could be a real jerk, man. Yeah, I feel like I was that like, came, dude. Yeah, I feel like it came color. out during Living Living Colors, like, heyday. Yeah. So it did, you, it did. You see him and you're like, holy smokes. And he doesn't, he, he does a phenomenal job of playing the monster. Like, you know, and oh my gosh, so good. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, that was like, whoa. All right, Eric. Yeah, this is a cool flick. Um, the This one, instead of a book ending segment, a, you know, a prologue and epilogue, we get the wraparound where we revisit the uh, Clarence Williams the third mm-hmm. between the stories, which is pretty neat. Right. He keeps things rolling. I liked it. Uh, the 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 ending of the wraparound maybe a little bit cheesy with its depiction of hell, but his makeup was pretty sweet. In that, I liked his makeup <laughs> at the end. And then we get and the, the little uh, like, animated cartoon tongue. I <laughs> 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 yeah. does anyone does anyone pay attention? I know everyone's probably you know, laughing. Does anyone pay attention at the guys burning? Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I want to see Ooh. the fire effect taken away and just show them like behind the show scenes shaking. <laughs> <laughs> hey samurai i'm surprised that you didn't use the uh devil from legend in here it was a perfect oh, moment man, man. <laughs> they look so similar. 
Yeah, the uh, you get the Rogue Cop Revelation short, which I liked because it's just it, like, yeah, like they said, it's a solid just revenge flick, and I enjoyed it. You get some good death scenes with the decapitation. The one dude gets like sucked down into the grave, which is cool. Uh, I also like the one the boys get bruised with the little kid, and it was pretty creative in how he's able to get revenge by drawing <laughs> pictures, yeah, and then like destroying the pictures. It was really neat. The comeuppance one is probably my favorite with the little dolls because you got Corbin Burnson versus possessed dolls. Like, that's all I need. <laughs> and I like the uh, the special effects are pretty good. When I was rewatching it, the dolls didn't move for a while. I'm like, ooh, did like, I don't remember. What did they, uh, what's the special effects like in this? And then it they upped their game and it, uh, it, it delivered when they started moving. And also, the thing that oh, creeped me out when I was younger is the bleeding picture. Yeah. When he smacks the and it smacks the pitch yes. such a bleeding. good bit. Oh, that yeah, that even creeped me out a little bit when I rewatched it. That's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's then, a good segment. To add to that, Eric, when he looks back up at that picture, and all of them are kind of gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's really well done. <laughs> and it's it all is. like blank. Yeah. You know, he's <laughs> in some trouble, man. And then the last film, the uh, that whole contraption. Reminded me of the machine from the Princess Bride. <laughs> like that was a major <laughs> setup. Very yes. solid anthology. What was the name of that machine? It's just called the machine, I think. I don't know about what they call it in this one. No, in the, the Princess Bride, I think they have. I think they have a name, right? Uh, oh, what is it? The pit of despair. Did you say it? Someone well, it's that. in the pit of despair. I don't know. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Name of the machine. It's been a while. <laughs> Joel, tales from the hood, man. Tales from the Hood. This is an interesting one. Um, I mean, I've seen it in the theater and a million oh, nice. times, a million times after that. Um, I, I honest, I actually think that the story that all the stories that it it's better than Creepshow, how it encompasses all the stories in it, and they all have some sort of like um, tie-in, you know, I. And I like, and of course, you know, you hit, you got domestic violence, uh, police brutality, uh, politics, the way they do that. And then to wrap, they, they wrap it up better, I think, in a better package than Creepshow does, right? And I think it's better, it's actually a better story, you know? And especially when you get to that last segment, where you find out that you know the three mm-hmm. gangsters are the ones that shot uh what is it uh crazy k crazy right? k yeah mm-hmm. and crazy k that crazy k segment is so like this movie has a message where creep show is just awesome right <laughs> and has awesome stories <laughs> this has a message of of you know like i said police brutality but that crazy k segment is very it's very profound where it talks about black on black crime you know and there's a two minute segment of like all this crazy stuff that you know uh uh, old clippings kkk and stuff and it's it's kind of disturbing to watch and you see that you know he's no different crazy k is no different from those guys you know and 
like that, if I was in that gangster lifestyle and I watched something like that, that may make me think about some things in, in my life. And I think that Tales in the Hood has a really good message underneath all that craziness on every segment, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Of course, and then the, the monster segment, I absolutely love. I think it's insanely creative. And I thought the effects when David Allen Greer gets his up and comings is was amazing. You know, it's almost like what the new Suspiria did in that one scene. You know what I'm talking about? The, did you guys watch the new Suspiria? Yep. I mean, I it, sure did. Um, you know, when she's dancing, she's just getting folded, yep. you know, as the other, I, I, I thought, I thought about, Oh, that's kind of like that. The monster scene. And, and you know, um, <clears throat> I love the, you know, oh, you know what? The, you know what's really cool is about that first segment uh, where um, they kill. Is he a governor? I don't remember what he I is. Governor. Yeah, he's a, some kind of councilman or something. Yeah. Oh, councilman, yes. Oh, him. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's so, bust uh, corrupt cops. He was trying and, to take corrupt cops down. Yeah. yeah. What I love about the segment is the way it ends. You know, because he gets that other African American cop to to help him to kill all these white cops. And then he makes that African-American cop go crazy and insane because he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When he had Where the chance. Where were you when I needed you, brother? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that, like, these are these little mm-hmm. messages that Tales of the Hood does so well. And 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 it's just, it's amazing. So, and then I'm trying to think, it's been a while since That's I've crazy. seen it. And I think the dolls, we hit everything you guys said everything about how what's awesome about the dolls. Yeah. And uh the stop the stop motion is actually pretty good yeah. for those little dolls it uh, is. for that time. Yeah. And it, was there is there another episode that I'm I'm missing in there? Or is that all I of think them? it's four. I think yeah. So. Um so like if you think about anthology movies, you know, and I know this is a versus episode, and, and you know, I'll tell you what which one I like best. I th- I th- I think that where we are debating the the top two, I don't oh, think there's right. there's there's two better than these. Ooh, you nice. know what I mean? Okay, copy that. And to clarify, mm. uh, Creep Show is not the first horror anthology movie. Oh, People no. need to stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's a great movie, but it's not the first. Friendly there's a few with Peter Cushing one. even back in the day. Yeah, yeah I mean, Black a... Sabbath. I yeah. mean, you got so many. There's a lot. Yeah, of by that. I'm a sucker for anthology movies. I oh, watch yeah. them all. I even watched that Felicia Rose horrible. I am too. <laughs> Which you one know? was that? I don't even remember the name of it. Wasn't don't it ever... XX or was that a different movie? <laughs> don't ever watch oh, that. It. Sucked. Oh, okay. Don't Fuck ever. Did you ever watch Mortuary Tales? <laughs> X, I think it's no, Mortuary Tales. Is Fuck fun. that. It was movie. good. That movie's horrible, man. Sorry, I had a rant there. <laughs> uh, uh, I've seen them. I've seen them all, guys. I've seen them all. It's, it's insane nice. how much I love anthology movies, and it's that one. It's that one like subgenre that you either get it right or you get it completely wrong, and it's insane garbage. Copy that, Sumo. So I purchased uh, Tales from the Hood this morning on Voodoo for five bucks. Oh wow! There you go. So I don't know if you guys are looking for it it's there for to purchase. Dedication. Yeah, well, it was it was only a dollar more. I think, to, I, I, think I, I bought it. 
Yeah, true. Okay, sweet. No, from Amazon. Uh, I, I believe it. It never. Okay, I think they were the same price, five bucks. But uh, all in all, uh, fun movie. Um, the stories were all good. I mean, you guys pointed out all the facts pretty much uh, as far as what was good and, and what was great about it. Um, so I'm just keep this short. But did you guys notice uh, out of the three cops, the one that got sucked into the ground? Yep. He was also he was also the spider in Pulp Fiction. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> he got and what then, he deserved in both movies. Exactly right. He's also and been then, in uh, what was it? I can't remember. Go ahead. But the the one of the thugs, uh, usually the, the the main one, right? The the one on the left that was always in charge of everything. He was also in Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Mm-hmm. He's the one that got stomped on. He went flat. No, not that guy. It was the other guy. The other tall guy. Oh, I, oh, the tall guy. No, the, it's a, it's the other guy. They also make that they make fun of him because in Menace to Society he right. does this weird walk. Yeah, and, and then don't and don't and then in uh, don't be a menace or whatever they do that stupid walk in there just to yeah. make fun of them. I love it. So what's up, partner? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so good. Um, and then uh, was it Clarence Williams is the main oh, actor? Yeah, Dude, the third. I, 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 the, the third. third. Sorry, yeah. but I love when little by little he's telling the stories, and then as he gets it's deeper to the the end of the movie, every time they're always talking, give me my shit. And he goes, oh yes. Shit, <laughs> you know, but the very last one when they're like, That's it, man. We're tired of you, old man. Better give us the shit. And they smacked him in the head, and he goes, Ooh, <laughs> shit. You know, and that's just that's just hilarious, man. To see him lose his shit like that's great. It's such um, a good performance. And when he gets to the end, when he gets to the end, he's like, You guys are going. He's sweating, and he's just yeah. delivering his lines with such intensity. You're like, give this guy an Academy Award, man. He's all, this ain't no funeral home. This ain't no terror man, dome. Look at how much sweat he has in that gift. Look at that. Yeah. Welcome to hell. Oh, did you have the animated tongue? Did I see it for a second? The quick slither? It comes out of the gap of his – if you look at it, it comes out of the gap of his teeth. They took the same CGI from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Put yeah. it in there. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all in all, great movie, fun movie. Uh, I enjoyed it. Now that I own it, I'll probably watch it more often. So it's really good. I mean, I saw that movie when it first came out on VHS. Uh, I saw it maybe once or twice, and then I just haven't seen it ever since. And I just skipped the sequels altogether because I just didn't, didn't look too good. All right. Copy that. Tony. Uh, this is one that I've seen a bunch of times too, but like it was a while ago, so I I was reliving it, and I forgot how some of them ended. Um, the one with the cops in the beginning, like I didn't realize it back then who Wings Hauser was, and I think I liked him a lot in this. Like he was like the best crooked cop there was, Uh and like he deserved everything he got. Um, and like. Everybody's kind of said everything I wanted to say, but like the messages behind the whole movie and everything, it, it's it's you know so good, and it's sad that nothing's not really much has changed. You know, mm-hmm. that's one thing I was thinking about. Like, there's still police brutality and all that shit, and um, you know, but I don't want to get in, into that. I, um, but like the crazy K one. 
yeah. is is really creepy. Like we're like this guy got shot. Like no, why don't we ever talk anymore? Oh, that's right. You killed me. <laughs> and when he's having the flashbacks. You were short on your money. <laughs> room, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then like um, when that little girl shows up, it's like, what about me? I I didn't I didn't do anything. Like, you were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's like, oh my god. You know, you kind of like, it's like, it's an impact. It really hits you hard. And, mm-hmm. uh, but they really should put a warning on that. Like, it doesn't bother me, but the strobe light, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. A lot oh, of yeah. Like, you know, that was a bit more something. A bit. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I forgot how the paint, he ended up with the painting, like in, in the cop one. I forgot how he, like, transformed into that. <sighs> yeah, that into, was, into the cross, right? Yeah. 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 Like, and now you're welcome to my world or something like that. Because that that's cool. actually a mural. He's in the mural that was dedicated mm-hmm. to. Right. That's that's awesome. Um, it's the it's the haunted mural. Yeah, that one was that one was really good. I liked that one a lot. Um, I'm blanking now. What was the little kid with the pictures? Kid. Oh, the little kid with the pictures. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I saw David Allen Greer's name, and I was like, "Oh, he's in this." I forgot about that. And then I again, I didn't. I never saw him like that. Well, I guess I did, but I forgot. And I was like, "Holy shit! This is like like Leslie Nielsen being so funny. He's played such a mm-hmm. good bad guy. Ah, David good, Alan Greer yeah, did such good. a great job as this jerk. Um, is he supposed to be a stepfather or father? Because did kid did say mm-hmm. his father was dead? It was the boyfriend. The boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just, it was a, it was a good message. It was a little cartoonish, but I, in a way, like, but I guess it's because, you know, it's a kid's imagination, and like this is." It's that powerful. This is what ha- is happening, and it, it, you know that's pretty terrifying, especially when he like he drew that other bully, and then like he like crumpled up the picture. And oh, just, I forgot about that. <laughs> and fell down the stairs. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like oh shit. Um, man, if I had that power, because <laughs> um, they actually show the bully like being carried away in the ambulance and everything. In yeah, school, right? Right. both his arms and legs falling down the stairs. <laughs> yes. Oh my. It's crazy. Gosh. Um, the. Yeah, Clarence. Uh, he, what's his name? The third. Clarence, Clarence III. Williams the third. Yeah. Clarence yeah. Williams the third. Is it was one thing I remembered in this movie so much. Was the oh the shit. Like I, I love that. Like it's so funny. Um, and the wraparound is one of the best things in this, and especially like saying, the, the yeah. ending with the sweat and everything. And that right there freaked me the fuck out, too, because to find out first that you're dead, they open up the caskets, they're dead. And like, I don't know what I would do. Then to find out you're actually in hell, like, that's that's <laughs> that's more scary to me. That's scarier to me than being buried in sand like that, you know? Right. But, man, oh, yeah. what a good what a good movie. What a great movie. Still sends a, a powerful message and I agree. oh the dolls i forgot about the dolls again last week i said if you can't get away from dolls you deserve to die and that guy <laughs> that guy was a bastard to begin with it's true i mean run leave get in your car and go oh sorry wrong clip <laughs> <laughs> that might happen too. You never know. Like, what does David Allen yeah, right? say on that clip? I forget what he says. It's hilarious, though. I forgot too. Yeah, but he's like, "This ain't over, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like, dude, it's over. And then they the set wolves. him on fire. Yeah. yeah. I'm the, the Black Knight. Oh. 
Yeah, <laughs> the Black Knight. The one but, small uh, comedic moment David gave us. But yeah, go ahead, Tony. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to say it's the Dolls one is very good as well. Very creepy. I think when you see like one missing from the picture, it's like, oh, shit. And you hear the all over the house. He's like, where is it? Where is it? And it's neat how like sometimes their faces are demonic looking and then they're just kind of normal. But like, it, it was just like the guy deserved it. Like, And then when the one guy was helping him and saying what he should say and all that stuff and then the doll trips him, it's like, I don't know, it's just so good. It's like, it's such a good movie. Like, I'm so glad I got to rewatch this. Nice. And trips. the one thing, well, I'll save it for the, I'll save yeah, it Yeah, at the, the beginning. Down the stairs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, but he finds out on the VHS, right? He's yeah, he like, looks. He's looking on the VHS. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, what? Okay. And cool. also, the one thing in this movie that I remember too was the violins. Like, the, I can't do it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't believe I didn't even bring up this point about the score of this movie. Is yeah. pretty epic. Yeah. Those violins and that are mm-hmm. like uh, pretty scary sounding. Kind of sound like Beetlejuice. Like nothing good comes next after you hear them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> great movie. So I enjoyed yeah. it. Uh-huh. It sounded like the music that? from Beetlejuice. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. You're right. I could see that. I thought you said Orgies. I was like, what? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. Orgies. I love the music from Orgies. Where's your mind it's right great. now? Okay. I don't know. Where's your mind? I said Beetlejuice. <laughs> right the I don't know. You guys share the mind. That's the problem. I <laughs> can't. <laughs> 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 all right tony anything else bud no i think that was it oh and also i apologize for earlier when you were trying to i was showing you the, the case i didn't realize i was muted oh that's fine you, it was just, you were just showing us anyway it's all good uh really quick before we move on and get to the voting part uh gizmo in the I, okay he, I, I gotta click on this this uh oh wrong wrong comment i'm sorry gizmo Thanks for watching, my friend. Thanks for hanging out with us. Shogun seventy-six. Oh, nice. One of the cops, I think, I think he means Wings Hauser, is named Ram Rod in a movie called Vice Squad. Has anyone seen Team Ram Rod? Has anyone seen this? I think I've seen it years ago. Because this sounds hilarious. A movie. It's a movie called Vice Squad. You know, it's got to be in the eighties, and his name is Ram Rod. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone's seen this, let me know. I just wanted to click on that. I was like, what? What is Vice Squad? Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Got, uh, director, filmmaker, Ranjit in the house. Ranjit! What's up, Ranjit? Thanks for hanging out with us, brother. Yeah, yeah. He loves his horror, too. All right. It is time to get down to the to the shit. <laughs> That's right. It's time to vote, son. It's time to get to the vote. Before we uh, get go to Neko first. We got our guest vid votes. Let's click on them, and then we'll go back to us. Uh-oh, Jody's Corner, son. Yo, 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 shout out to Uh-oh. the uh, samurai guy. It's your boy, Jody Joe. What's happening with y'all? Shout out to the samurai crew, man. Listen, creep show or <laughs> tales from the hood. Man, listen to me, man. I'm about to go left field on this one, Jack. There's only one that you could pick. For sheer entertainment value, whether you're in the hospital bed, whether you're high, drunk, or even sober, or even if you're having a bad day, you turn this movie on, you're going to laugh. Shout to that, man, give me that Tales from the Hood, my guy, all day, twice on Sunday. I hope they win. Hope you guys fighting for it, put up a good fight. See you next time. Peace out.
All right, Jody's got <laughs> tales from the hood. All right, this this our other homie, Aaron. Hey there, and sorry I could not make it there tonight. I'll be watching it later on. And this was actually a really hard one. So we got Creepshow on one side, which is the classic one that pretty much we talks about the whole idea of uh, like EC, EC Comics, uh, Tales from the Crypt. It's a homage to that, which I love. I grew up with EC Comics. I, I love EC Comics, a lot of horror, all that type of stuff. And there are a lot of good stuff on stuff in Creepshow. I don't think there's a, a weak part to the original Creepshow. I particularly like The Crate and The Lonesome uh, Death of Jordy Vero. I really love that. And Stephen King knocked it at the park. Tales from the Hood is incredible. It is an amazing film that takes horror and gives it a social conscience without taking away from the horror aspect of it. If anything, it makes it scarier. It, uh, it makes it hit home a lot more. And it's something that is such a genius idea that I'm surprised nobody had done it earlier. Anywho, between Tales from the Hood and Creepshow, it's hard. But as much as I love both of them, there's one of them that I grew up with. One of them that reminds me of going to my local drugstore, going to the spinner rack, Picking up a Gladstone reprint of Tales from the Crypt or Vault of Horror and just sitting back and spend the next hour or two reading and rereading it over and over again. And for that reason, Creepshow gets my vote. Wish I was there, guys. See you next time. All right. Shout out to Cult of Cinema, Aaron Penn. We are one and one as of right now. Mm. Neko, who you got? I probably sound uh, obvious, but Tales from the Hood. <laughs> All right. All right. Copy that. Nubis. Uh, I'm going to go back to something Joel was talking about with these two films being like probably the top tier of anthology films. Uh, a few years ago, I had the pleasure of watching uh, Tales of Halloween, and I actually love that film a lot. It's good. Uh, but, in, but this, these two here, uh, the stylistics part of it that Eric was talking about and going back to my, my teen years, I kind of agree with Aaron a little bit. Just It's that time period for me. Uh, I hate to do it, but Creepshow is my jam, man. All right. Two to two. Eric? Yeah, it's close, but I think there's one element that breaks the tie for me, and that's what is the best short film out of all of them? And in my opinion, it's something to tide you over with Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen. So I'm going with Creep Show based on that. All right. All right. This is getting interesting. Joel. Yeah, again, I think it's funny because these are they're two anthology horror films, but almost totally different. And and you know, you got your re, like zombie horror monster movie, then you have real life horror. Uh, you know. And they're both amazing. They're both awesome. But in all honesty, it's not even, it wasn't even a hard decision for me 
and and maybe it's the nostalgia glasses, but it's as a filmmaker, as a director, I'm looking at style as well. And I think that stylistically creep show wins uh, leaps and bounds over the filmmaking that that was done. Um, not to not to discredit the filmmaker. I think he did great on Tales uh, of the Hood from the Hood. And, and it's a, it's really well done. But there's something about creep show that I mean, even star power, you know, uh, all the people that are in it and were behind it, you know, George Romero directing Stephen King writing, you know, um, you got Ted Dance and Les- all this stuff just adds up. It starts to add up. Um, and it's just, yeah, I, you know, line for line, I, you know, I got it memorized. I love it. I love the movie. It's one that I watch probably on a yearly basis, one and two. I love two so much. It's so good. Um, and so, um, yeah, for me, my vote has to go for Creep Show. All right. Eric, where are we at now? Two to four. All right. Ouch. <laughs> who, who you got? That. Wait, who's turning What's it? your vote, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, Tell from the Hood, great movie. A lot of fun to watch. You know, I was sitting there with my sausage muffin just watching this movie. And I was enjoying every minute of it. But like Aaron Pym, man, the nostalgia of it, you know, just going back to reading the comic books, you know, Tales of Suspense, mm-hmm. you know, The Vault of Horror, all those comics, uh, really good stuff, man. So I can watch Creepshow without getting bored of it ever, you know, and the sequel as well. So I am voting for... Oh, oh look at that. Look at that. Nice. Nice. Very nice, my friend. All right, Tales from the Hood for Sumo. I'm jealous all right, of all Tony. these cool creep show things people got here. <laughs> um, it, it, this hasn't made it any easier who I want to vote for because it's just like, like what are we everything, at, everybody makes sense. Five to two, creep shows winning. Okay. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> no pressure. No, none. It doesn't matter. Look, he's undecided. He's, I am he's, very he's, undecided. He's deciding right now. <laughs> See, I think Creepshow has the um, weakest one of the segments, which is the the moss and everything with Stephen King, while even the weakest one, which is probably Crazy K and Tales from the Hood for me, is still has an impact in everything. It's let's let's say this: if this was Creepshow two versus Tales from the Hood, it's Creepshow two all the day. All, all day, but I'm going to have to go with Tales from the Hood. Because right. there's Five nothing scarier than waking up dead in hell to me. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't think that's a bad answer. Like, the way, the packaging of Tales from the Hood, the writing and everything yeah, is better than Creepshow. Right. So that, you know, but... Alright. So, at this point, it doesn't matter what the fuck I vote for. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, I tell you this. I tell you this, if Samurai did grow up with Creepshow first, uh, it may have been a different answer today. I was going for Tales from the Hood, but I got to keep it real. Today's winner is... A 
and we are all not losers because both of these movies are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And <laughs> I was trying another reason why I picked Tales from the Hood. Oh, I forgot to point this out. Hold on. I was actually stunned with the Rotten Tomatoes scores audience score, believe it or not, were tied. I couldn't believe it. Oh wow. Oh really? Oh shoot. Nobody gives a fuck about the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, nobody nobody gives a fuck about the Rotten Tomatoes critic scores. Fuck that. (laughs) But the audience score, I'm actually surprised it's it's a tie. I'm surprised. But, you know, we gotta give the internet a, a voice as well. So the internet voted here we go. This is pretty bad. You ready? Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yikes. I was trying to give Tales from the Hood some love, but uh, yeah. Damn. They said, fuck this. <laughs> they got slaughtered. Why does nobody love Tales from the Hood? I don't know. It's all good. Oh, it's man. All good. Maybe they but love it. Have... It's just, yeah. Like, we... It's the same conclusion that we've come to. It's, you know. Yeah. There's this nostalgia factor of creep show. There's a, there wouldn't be a Tales from the Hood if there wasn't a creep show, and that's a huge that's factor true. there. Yeah. yeah, I think part of it though with me with creep show is because I really don't think I ever fully watched the the cockroach one ever, and it was just so gross to me. Like I cannot watch. What was the we were watching uh, Naked Lunch, testament. and I'm like, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. So, so no, uh, what was it? Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom, baby. Scene. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. But I still I still watch Indy. But... What's all that crunching going on? Yeah. <laughs> I think also you should, like, when you do versus, there's, there, there are, like, the sequels can taint things and, and, and turn things. So, like, the Tales from Tales from the Hood, they never really, you know, got got as good as that. Right. Where Creep Show Two is awesome. Creep Show Three is yep. horrible. Yeah, but Creepshow the Creep Show series that we got coming on Shutter is actually really well. Yeah, the Creep Show series yeah. right now is amazing. Yeah. And it's something that's yep. still living totally on. Agree. And I think that is another mm-hmm. factor to look at. That's true. That's true. That's true. But this still was an awesome versus though, because oh, we did great. in our own way, we we all showed love for Tales from the Hood. So anybody watching good out there, brand new, if you've never seen Tales from the Hood. We highly recommend you go out and check it out. Buy it. You won't regret You'll it. Enjoy it's still it. great. Yep. This was a great versus, man. This I was, was awesome. surprised. We got, we got to do this again. And uh, all of these awesome badasses, they know they know their horror. You know what I'm saying? They know what they know. Their shit. Even if they get in the, in the shit, they know. <laughs> we <laughs> so all make want sure. the shit. Follow the Metal Tavern <laughs> podcast on Podbean. That's right. DJ Neko representing DJ Anubis. That's right. Representing metal and horror films. They know their shit. They know what they're talking about. Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast, subscribe to him as well. He knows his shit. Joe Valley knows his shit. And Tony knows his shit. Sumo, how'd you get in here? I don't know shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we love you, Sumo. Thanks for hanging out with us today. You know what? This was a fun versus. Uh, We got to do this again. Next week, of course. Ooh, I wonder what next week will be interesting. We're gonna have to discuss before we let everybody go. You guys won't know till later. That's how we. That's how we do it. But this is a lot of fun. Uh, don't forget tomorrow we roll. hang out with the samurai guy. Tomorrow we got some guests. Six p.m. Pacific time. Hang out again tomorrow for tomorrow's podcast. And uh, yeah, so subscribe to everything. Everybody's information's in the description box below, so you guys can follow and subscribe. 
And you know what? I had so much fun today. All of you guys are awesome watching. Everybody in the panel is awesome hanging out with the samurai. Everybody today gets the Redford. <laughs> yeah. You mean that's not Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> Everybody's doing the best. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Everybody in the panel, don't go anywhere. And uh, see you guys tomorrow. Take care, guys. Welcome to hell. <laughs>